Good morning and welcome to our time of prayer this morning, the time in the Word and prayer. This is Wednesday morning, January 13th, and we've been talking about this year being a better year, this year being a year that we are better. Sometimes we can't control the things around us. We commit those to God in prayer, and I know there's a lot of concern right now about the world we're living in, what's going, the backlash uh, that's happening. I just came from Miami. Of course, in Miami, many of my friends there and the people I, the church I speak at, is made up of people who have immigrated here from Cuba, Venezuela, and other parts of Latin America, Nicaragua, Colombia, where many of them have seen incredible power grabs. They saw what happened to Cuba and, uh, in Cuba, and um, some of the people I, I visit with and stay with have horrendous stories of their families being successful, um, well-to-do, and fleeing for their lives with nothing, leaving everything behind, literally with the clothes on their back. Some of this, of course, back in the late 50s when Castro took over, in, I believe it was 1959, and continuing to... Uh, have suffered greatly when they see a governmental, government, left-wing, tyrannical dictatorship arise, and in, ca- in many cases arise quickly, abruptly. And of course, with um, some of these same tactics seem to be being used in America right now. And so there's tremendous amount of concern, fear, worry. What are we seeing happen with the cutting off communication amongst political enemies? Uh, deep vengeance, obviously, going after President Trump and his supporters, and um, and is the big net they're casting only going to be people who actually vandalized and did violence in the Capitol, or you know, some people are trying to say anyone who questioned this election, who didn't agree with it, who challenged it, uh, should be kicked out of Congress, should be not allowed to fly on an airplane, things like this nature. So all these are deep concerns. And we need to pray about it and commit this to God because it's not really something we can do anything about. This is, we're kind of in a, a place now with a lot coming against us and, and we need to entrust ourselves to God and hope that things settle down and justice prevails and so forth. However, on our part, in the meantime, we've got to be wise people. We've got to be smart people. We've got to be people who are better. We've got to be people known for our good works, our good speech. We, we don't want to increase, we don't want to add to the inflammatory situation. We, we want to be keeping our objectives in mind. And one of our objectives is, of course, building the kingdom of God, winning people to Christ, uh, having good words, having positive words, building one another up. Uh, in the body of Christ, we want to be building one another up. We want to be encouraging one another. We want to be... Um, lifting one another up. And so the key is our speech. There's so much in the Bible about words and our speech. And and I believe that part of what's really a problem in our country now is so much speech tears one another down. Uh, it adds to the uh, anger. It's inflammatory in nature. And we don't want to, it's a fine line. We don't want to be naive. We don't want to bury our heads in the sand. We don't want to pretend something's not happening if it is. On the other hand, we want to be careful that our own speech uh, gives hope and encouragement and strength and wisdom, and that we be people who, who are rising above and being triumphant no matter what's around us. And so Jesus said in 
uh, as we talk about why speech, last night in my email, we, we commented that the key to good speech is that we cannot control the tongue. James says no one has tamed the tongue. It's easier to tame a wild beast than to tame our tongue. I'll bet you know that's true. I sure do. I work hard to say the right things, to watch my words, but there are so many times we fail. We say, oh, that just slipped out. I didn't mean it. Well, in reality, I've got to, I hate to say it, but those words that slip out are the words we really do mean. It's kind of like in life, you know, if you're, if you're holding a cup of um, coffee, if you're holding a, a cup of something, when do you find out what's in it? If you get bumped, whatever spills out, that's what you know what was in the cup. And likewise, when we get bumped in life, and sometimes those things we say, oh, I didn't mean it, that's when what, what's really going on inside is what spills out. All right? Not when, so what do we do if we don't want to say things that get us in trouble? We've got to work on what's on the inside so that when we get bumped in life, when things aren't as we want them to be, when someone irritates us or when, or when you know, we're ready to explode, that what comes out is good. Jesus said in Luke 6:45, the good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth what is good. The evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth what is evil, for the mouth speaks from that which fills the heart. And so today here, so we're still early in 2021, we're wanting to make it a better year. As in the airport, all these magazines said goodbye to 2020, and well, 2021's not getting off to a much better start than 2020 was. And what we want to do is we want to be people rise above. We want to make it a better year. That means we've got to be, in our speech, we, we want to be filling our hearts with good treasure. So I mentioned last night in my email that, that there's a couple secrets to this. Number one, obviously, we fill our hearts with the Word of God. But the Bible says that God's Word, it's like seed. In James chapter 1, he says, receive the Word implanted. It's like planting seed in, in a soil. Now, some soil, to grow well, it's got to be cultivated, fertilized, wa watered. And if you're, the soil of your heart is bad soil, it's going to be hard for the implanted Word of God to grow healthy. So in James, what does he say? In James chapter 1, verse 21, Therefore, putting aside all filthiness, and all that remains of wickedness, in humility, receive the word implanted, which is able to save your souls. I want to encourage you today to say to God, I receive it. I receive your word today. As we talk here in the morning, as you read the Bible on your own, as you hear your pastor teaching in church, verbalize it. Father, I receive that. Make that your prayer out loud. I receive your word. Implant it within me. Let the seed of your word have good roots. Let it go deep. Let it go deep. Not, not just something that kind of it goes in my mind and is there with many other competing thoughts. But let the seed of your word have roots that go down deep into my soul, deep into my heart. Now, part of that means I've got to make room and part of the way we make room, it says, put all, aside all filthiness, all that remains of wickedness. 
And so a key to receiving God's word and letting it come deep within us is that we prepare our hearts and we say, God, I want to, in, in, I want my, my heart, my soul to be good soil. I put aside wickedness. I put aside anger. I put aside envy, jealousy, immorality. I put aside sin. I put aside uh, malice that I hold towards others, hatred that I hold towards others. Lord, let my heart be good soil. Let the word that we planted in me be good soil. Friends, I, I, if, if you want to be better this year and you want to rise above, no matter what comes our way, no matter what circumstances we would not like, no matter what uh, negativity comes towards us, as we receive God's word in good soil, Remember, I've said it almost every morning, haven't I? We have something the world can't give and the world can't take it away. Don't let the world make you hateful. Don't let the world make you angry. Don't let the world rob you of the shalom peace that God can give you. Don't let the world make you think God's off the throne. We'll be tempted with this. We'll be tried. We'll be tested. I believe this year, I believe right now, and, and as the year goes on, I think we'll see more of it. More and more tests, more and more reason to think God's not, God doesn't care about me and, and uh, God isn't in control. Don't, don't let the world put those thoughts in your mind. But stand firm and strong. God, I, I know who I am in Christ. I know what you've done in my life in Christ. I offer myself to you. I I want to be good soil that receives the implanted word and fills my heart. And again, this word fills important because it's not just, you know, did I read some verses in the Bible today? But I picture my heart as like a big container. And I ask myself, not just have I put a little bit of God's word in it, but have I filled my heart with what is good? If my heart is filled with bad thoughts, negativity, anger, hatred, revenge, bitterness, if my heart is filled with that and I add a little bit of God's word into it, it's not going to make a huge difference. I've got to take those things and say, God, do heart surgery upon me. Cleanse me of that which is evil. Might, might it be purified? Might it be taken out so that my heart doesn't just have a little bit of God's word in it, but my heart becomes filled with God's word. We do that through repentance. We do that through prayer. We do that through renouncing, renouncing the sins that may be in our heart. I renounce them. Oh God, might they flee, might they be gone, and might my heart make room to receive the implanted word of God. So this is what we want to make as our prayers today, that our hearts would be ready to receive the word of God. Let's, let's make this our prayer right now. Father in heaven, we thank you for the mighty, mighty word of God. It's powerful. It's life-changing. There's nothing more powerful. It's more powerful than the mightiest of weapons. The word of God has the capacity to change the most, most evil of people, the most lost of people. And yet, Lord, we confess to you that, that often it doesn't. Why, Lord? 
Why, why is the, the word not more powerful in us? And Father, could it be that in our very own hearts, we've not made room for it? We've held on to bitterness, anger. We're not forgiving people. We're, we've, not, we've not prepared the soil of our own heart to receive and to be filled with the word of God. I pray, Father, today for each one of us, every one of us, Lord, there's so many things that are upsetting and many of them rightfully so. But Lord, uh, we pray that nothing would rob us of our shalom peace. Nothing would rob us of our joy. Lord, the circumstances around us, they alarm us. They concern us. We don't hide our head in the sands and pretend they're not happening. Lord, we, we, we confess to you that they disturb us. At times they cause us to wonder, what, what are you doing? What's happening with you? We're why don't, why don't you show up in ways that we are asking for? We confess that, Lord. But we affirm today, Father, that you are the Lord of lords, the King of kings. We affirm today and, and, and we receive and accept, Father, that there may be times when it looks like we're losing, times when we are falling behind, times when it seems like the devil gets the upper hand in our lives. We believe, Lord, that's always temporary. We believe he's not going to prevail against us. We believe, Lord, that whenever it seems like, looks like he's winning, you're just setting a trap that's going to bring him down further. And so today, Lord, we reaffirm our love for you, reaffirm our commitment to you, reaffirm our dedication to you. We reaffirm our faith in you. We, we say, the Lord reigns, let the earth rejoice. We believe that, you're, that righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. We believe, that, Lord, that in your presence, the very mountains melt like wax. The mountains that stand in front of us, Lord, they just, they, they dissipate. We thank you that you, you, Jesus, you told us that with simple faith as a mustard seed, we could move a mountain. And we do believe that, Father. We, we accept that things don't always happen in the timing we hope for. But we do, but Lord, we fix our eyes on the end game and how, how it will all end out, play out in the end. So Father, today in our own hearts, heart of hearts, we just want to renounce sin, renounce anger, bitterness, vengeance. We renounce, repent, Lord, of, of immoral thoughts, hateful thoughts, greedy thoughts, we pray, O oh God, that our own hearts would be fertile soil for you. That when the word comes into our mind, it, it, the roots go into our heart and, they, and we receive it, Father. We don't reject it, fight it, or doubt it, but we receive your word into our heart, into our minds, into our soul. We pray, O oh God, the word implanted in us would 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 be there permanently. Help us, Lord, not to forget the things we learn and we hear your word taught or read it on our own. Help us to remember throughout the day. Help us to be people who apply your word, who believe it and act on it. I pray your, the, the things taught in your word, they would remain with us throughout the day, the week, the year. Indeed, Lord, we pray that truths that we learn from, from the scripture would remain with us throughout our entire lives. We pray for this today. 
Father, I, I just want to ask for your grace in each one of our lives. And I really, really don't want to minimize struggles that people are having. I pray, Father, we would fight through them. We would know the strength and grace of God to be overcomers. I pray, Lord, that we truly would walk this day with such confidence and poise because we have faith that the living God is with us. And I pray, Father, that any who might hate us or want to hurt us or destroy us, Lord, we'd not see them as our enemy. They, we'd see them as people who are deceived, who've been mistaken. Certainly, Lord, there, there, there may be times that we will conquer and win, we believe, because we have faith in our God. And we, we, I think of that song, Lord, this is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles, Lord. We, look, we fight in the power of the Spirit. Lord, sometimes we feel helpless and weak. And we want to arm ourselves with the, the weapons of the flesh and fight back the way we're being fought against. Remind us, Lord, that the weapons of God are mighty weapons. They're more powerful weapons. They will prevail. The truth prevails. That faith prevails. That, that our prayer to our mighty God prevails. That love, loving our enemies, will prevail. And Lord, uh, our faith, faith is tested when it doesn't look that way, but we believe that will be the case. Thank you, Jesus, that even though you were hung on a cross, you prevailed. And in all appearances, it looked like you lost, but you didn't. You didn't. As a matter of fact, it, it, it wasn't like you were one day going to rise from the dead and prevail. You prevailed as you hung on the cross. You prevailed as you said, Father, forgive them. On the very cross, you were fulfilling prophecy. On the very cross, you were right where the Father wanted you to be. And it was the most significant event in all of history. It was the most significant event it, more than anything that's ever happened. When you were on that cross, you were in the center of the will of God and you were triumphant and you prevailed. And today, because of that, we are saved. Today, because of that, evil has been defeated. The devil has been defeated. He's going down, down, down. And the victory was secured on the cross. Help us to remember that, Father. And we pray for that. We pray today, Lord, we'd be builders of your kingdom. Give us opportunities, we pray, to do kind, be kind to others, to have good words, to love others, to forgive others, to speak truth, to speak the gospel. We're praying, Father, for spiritual renewal, awakening, revival in our land. We pray for it in the church of God. We pray for it in our families. We pray for it in our, our lives. We pray for it, Father, in the halls of government, that in the highest power, highest highest seats of government, our courts, our president, our executives, our, our congressmen, senators, governors, state legislatures. We pray, Father, your arm is not so short it cannot save, and we ask you to extend your hand of mercy and be saving leaders in our government and helping them fear God and turn to you and find true salvation and become servants of Jesus, of the Most High God. You did it with Nebuchadnezzar. You can do it with anyone, Lord. 
We pray for our leaders and the leaders of our in, in Hollywood, in Wall Street, in the corporate world, in the universities, in the schools. We pray, Lord, for leaders in the media, in the corporate, all, all, the, all these places, Lord, that, that somehow you would visit them. You would awaken their soul. You would, you would bring them to repentance. Lord, you did this with Saul as he was on his way to Damascus. You saved a man who almost seemed unsavable, and you turned him around. Lord, we ask you to do that with leaders in our nation. And we pray for a revival from the people from the, the most powerful, influential, to the ones who no one even listens to. They all matter to you, Jesus. You died for all of us. We pray that each of us, there be a spiritual awakening in our land. Lord, it's a big, big ship to turn around. It's out of our hands. It's something only you can do. Let us do our part, but, but we call upon you today for our nation. We call upon you to cast out evil, to destroy the evil one. We, cast out, we call upon you to raise up workers for the gospel. Thrust out true evangelists into our land, we pray, and into the world, from our country, into the world. Uh, fruitful evangelists, men and women who would be great soul winners. We pray for, you said the harvest is plentiful. Give us harvesters of your of souls we pray and so these are our requests today lord fill us again we ask with joy with peace with with the joy of the lord and the shalom the peace of god might it rule in our hearts because you are our rock our refuge our strength our high tower to whom we run for safety we bless you today we give you this day work in our land bring forth truth and justice. Lord, I pray today, again, I, I do want to pray for our president and for the people in Congress and Senate. Lord, the, 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 the fighting right now is so intense. And I know that President-elect Biden has called for peace and unity and come together. And yet, Lord, the words being said are so divisive and hateful and vengeful. We pray, Father, that the leaders of our country, we pray they find salvation. We also pray, Lord, that they would act with respect, integrity, dignity, forgiveness, grace, and mercy. We pray our nation can move forward in good ways, Lord. Deliver us from evil. Deliver us from evil, Father. And we pray and ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And amen to you. Thank you for joining me. God bless you today. God bless you. Rise above, be strong, be filled with the Spirit. As we prayed before, Lord, give us the serenity with the things we cannot control, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference. Today, go be a change maker. Go be someone that wherever God, whatever spirit, might be someone you visit the drugstore, huh? It might be a, maybe give one of your kids or grandkids a call. They think the world of you, you know, They'd love to hear from you. Encourage someone today. Be a bright spot in someone's life. Give someone some hope today. Maybe lead someone to Christ. Who knows? Share a scripture. Encourage them to come to our time of prayer in the morning. Hopefully that will lift their souls. You have a blessed day as you walk with God. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m. right here.